Welcome to Round Guy, the podcast. Uh, Round Guy is going to update us on the weekend and talk. A, we're going to start out with the Hawkeyes game last night. How, how did you enjoy that? I loved it. I was uh, uh, led to believe that it was going to be a lot closer, and it would have been, but but uh, Maryland provided about five or six turnovers that the uh, Hawks turned into points, and uh, it allowed at the end of the game there for uh, – I would end up using uh, a good many of the second, third stringers. So it got them some experience. Uh, didn't look like anybody got hurt. Uh, I, I think it puts them in the right mood for Penn State next week. What about you? What do you think? I mean, it's hard to argue about that. Iowa's defense, it provides a – it's just so good. Do you think you're going to move up in the polls? Well, it probably will. Uh, but, I, you know, and I agree with you, Iowa's defense – uh, uh, came along and and performed very well and like I said helped uh, helped the score but I I don't know if it was as much Iowa's defense as that quarterback whose name I cannot pronounce don't ask me to okay. uh, was having an off night you know I I think the poor kid uh, is still shell shocked. And, and rightfully so. You know, he just – he really had an off night. And that's what the announcers were saying as far as uh, how he performed a, a week ago. I guess he had a real good game, and and Maryland ended up winning the game. And so uh, I think their quarterback is much better than he showed last night. So uh, luckily for us, you know, he picked uh, the game against Iowa to – so a lot of quarterbacks have a little bit of a letdown when they play the Hawkeyes. Well, I, you know, we'll see next week, won't we? Uh, Penn State, I think, is going to give Iowa a little more trouble than Maryland did, and, oh. and uh, it'll be a good game. And and I, uh, I get they're playing at night in Iowa City next week, are they not? I, I I'm not. Uh, I, I'm I just not know sure they play Penn that. State. I'm not sure when it is. Uh, that quarterback for Maryland uh, was rated number two in the nation come into that game. Wow. I didn't realize he was rated that high. And and uh, can you pronounce his name? No, 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 no. <laughs> I I, uh, I can't either. And and uh, like I said, I, uh, I'm excited that he, you know, and, and let's not, you know, get too revved up about it. Uh, with him having an off night, and Iowa scoring the way they did, I sure hope they don't allow that to get them overconfident, you know, because that won't work. Not against a ranked team like Penn State. So yeah, I, I, I was uh, I was impressed all the way around. You know, normally, uh, um, you know, these games are so close, you know, that by the end of the game when it can be decided by a field goal or whatever, you know, I'm as nervous as I can be. And um, sweating like a giraffe in a helicopter. So uh, I was glad to be able to sit back and relax and, uh, you know, not worry like I have been accustomed to. And like I am now here watching the Yankees game. <laughs> well, well, we'll get to that, too. Uh, I, I want to go over some. We had a bunch of high school football action last night I'd like to catch you up on. I'd like to talk about it. Okay, well, a very good uh, Solon team came to uh, Washington and uh, 
they beat them 44 to 21. Uh, I mean, Washington's one and five now, but I, I mean, I think that's a good, a good performance for Washington against, I think Solon's number four in the state. So uh, that, I guess that that's what that one was. Fairfield uh, beat West Burlington 39 to 27. Uh, Newton uh, was able to top Oskaloosa last night. Uh, oh, 50, no. 50 to 26. Um, that Newton. What was that? What was that score again? 50 to 26. Okay, so that was not a close one. No, I mean, Oskaloosa's offense scored enough, uh, but this Newton team was really tough. I mean, and they're. They're really they're ranked way up there in the state too. Uh, Fort Madison, forty-eight fourteen over Clinton. Now here's a North Scott, number one in the state. They went to Burlington last night. Uh, Burlington rated number nine by the uh, Des Moines Register, but uh, North Scott was too much for them, coming away with a forty-two to nothing win. Uh, now here was what I had as the biggest game of the of the week. Uh, with the uh, Cardinal at five and zero coming to play uh, Sigourney in Sigourney five and zero Cardinal was rated sixth in the state Sigourney was number four but Sigourney did not have any trouble they they dumped them fifty to twenty six uh, Cardinal showed they had a lot of speed and their quarterback is strong armed and he you know they can score quick on you and they they you know they can move the ball but man uh, you know for Sigourney to beat uh, Pella Christian last week beat, uh, no, you know, Pella Christian was number six coming into that game. They were at home. They beat them. And then the, this week's number six team Cardinal comes to their house. They beat them handily. I mean, you know, I don't know how much better they could do, but, uh, uh, Lone Tree, uh, played Waco. Waco, uh, handled them 55 to 22. Lone Tree's a pretty solid team. But this week, Waco team is, uh, you know, they're just nothing to play with. They're super strong in the eight-man football. Now, uh, right. we, did, we did have one big surprise last night. Uh, Iowa Valley actually beat New London 68-32. Uh, to 32. Wow. Uh, now, when uh, Scotty Melvin saw Iowa Valley play uh, Waco, he said, man, he says, if this quarterback has any time, he can really tear you apart, you know, which Waco didn't give him time, you know. I mean, uh-huh. he did score some points against that. He might put 21 points up against them. But uh, they must have had time last night because 68 points. Wow. Uh, that's the third loss in a row for New London, who was at one time number four in the state. I mean, uh, that's a big fall. Now, uh, Winfield, Matt Union had a bye. Davis County uh, throttled. Cantrell fifty-two to seven, uh, in the what what turned out to be the best game of the week. Mid Prairie uh, went to Williamsburg, had a good lead, lost it uh, late in the game. Williamsburg came out with a twenty-four twenty-one win. Uh, Williamsburg maybe has had the toughest schedule uh, of anyone this year. I know Washington's had a tough schedule, but uh, yeah, Williamsburg got they got even. Uh, both teams are three and three. And then uh, we wanted to mention Atumwa last night. Atumwa came into a they, – they were at home. They played Cedar Rapids, Jefferson. Both teams were 0-5. And Atumwa got off the snide this week with a massive win, 54-6. to uh, 
their running back had over 300 yards rushing all by himself. It was a really impressive win. And uh, that's this week uh, in Southeast Iowa football. Uh, well, there, there were a lot of high-scoring games there. Uh, uh, many of them uh, that you told me about uh, were big-scoring games and were not – many of them weren't that close. Gave uh, some teams a chance to relax like the Hawks did uh, last night. Wow, that's great. Yeah, we're, we're only two games left in the season. Uh, you know, uh, all the teams seem to really be at that you know, end of the season form, you know, it seems like they're really ready to go. It sounds like it. So let's talk yeah. about uh, the games today. Let's uh, talk about the Yankees. Let's see how, how they, they, they didn't, I don't think they won yesterday, did they? No, uh, Tampa Bay beat them last night. Uh, I think it was uh, uh, four to three, I think it was. Now, what did Boston and, and Toronto do? Uh, they both won, so it, it, it heats up that wild card thing. No. I'm watching the Yankees right now, and they're down three to one. Uh, it's only the uh, second inning, but but uh, Rizzo homered in bottom uh, uh, of the first, wasn't it? First inning for the uh, for the Yankees. He's hot, so. Uh, let's hope that, uh, you know, he's got some runners on base the next few times he comes up because he seems to be dialed in. Hey, let me let me ask you something, Dave. Okay. When, when you were in uh, Little League, as was I, and, and, and as you grew older, played at various levels of, of baseball, did you have a coach that would constantly scream – cliches at you and thought he was you know like this all-american coach as a result and and the phrase i think most often as far as i heard was use two hands out there right when you're catching use two hands use two hands i used to hear that all the time from these coaches in little league that were there only because they wanted their kids to play and and they kept yelling at stuff. Did you go through that when you played? Well, uh, I did, I remember my coaches uh, uh, stressing the fundamentals. You know, uh, I mean, I, I sometimes I think I see more pass balls in major league today than I did when I was playing little league. To be honest with you. Um, well, here's uh, you know here's my uh, my point, and I, I'll share this with you and folks listening. Anybody. If anybody uh, calls me on it, I'll deny it. But uh, my dad was a coach of my Little League team, and uh, I was so bad at that time of my life that I was actually traded to another family. <laughs> uh, okay, I'm making that up. But I used to hear, use two hands out there. Now, if you if you notice the major leaguers today, uh, they catch the ball in the outfield or fly balls, pop-ups, whatever, with one glove, with the glove. You know, they just catch one-handed. You notice that? Yeah. And it contradicts everything that we learned growing up as far as use two hands. And I'm wondering now if there are coaches coaching Little League now and they're, they're the coach of their son's team and 
and the fly ball goes up today and a kid catches it with two hands and the coach is yelling, hey, use one hand out there. <laughs> one I, hand out there. I don't coach, know. Catch with one hand. I w- I'm just wondering if that's the case. Well, I, that's just a sidebar. I thought I'd share it with you. Anyway, uh, the Rays have got this young right-hander pitching, and so far, uh, he's he had this uh, uh, Brandon Lau uh, hit a three-run homer, and that's the score of the game now, three to one, Tampa. And and uh, you know we got uh, seven innings to go. Let's hope the Yankees can turn it around. Looks like a nice day there in Yankee Stadium. Uh, I'm part of me would love to be there. Part of me is enjoying the fact that I'm watching it. You know, I don't have to pay for parking and somebody sitting in front of me that's six foot eight. And, and uh, my bathroom is right here handy. I can get a sandwich out of the fridge here pretty quick. So I'm, I'm feeling like I'm, I'm better off watching the game on TV than actually being there. But, uh, Sounds like heaven to me. Yeah, oh. I was uh, fortunate to be able to be at uh, this new Yankee Stadium's opening day. Oh, really? And so uh, I, I, of course, was in old Yankee Stadium several times, but was fortunate enough to catch a game or two uh, there in, in New York with this new ballpark. So, uh, again, I am uh, feeling much better being able to sit here and watch it on TV, but the biggest benefit is I get to talk to you. What do you think of that? Yeah, almost heaven, West Virginia on that one, I guess. Yeah, Uh, you can't put a price on that. Sitting here talking to you like that? So, uh, let let me tell you, uh, ask you this. Tampa Bay, who has a division clinch, would normally the last couple games just play their subs and uh, work some younger players and uh, not try to win so much. Except for, I think, if I was managing Tampa Bay, I'd treat it like a playoff game and do everything I could to put the Yankees out of the playoffs. What do you think their attitude is going to be? I, I think they're probably looking at it the same way you just described it. I think they're certainly uh, making every move that would, uh, you know, make them winners and and to cut down all of this confusion that, that would uh, occur if, you know, if the Yankees win a couple of Boston, you know, they were just, the announcers here were just talking about, uh, there could easily end up being a, a four-way tie and throw everything into just a, 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 you know, a chaotic. See, I think that's what Tampa Bay would think would be the best scenario. You said that, say that again? I think for Tampa Bay, that would be the best scenario, wouldn't it? Uh, well, I, you know, I don't know. I don't know. I would think that they would rather just, uh, you know, play it out and, and be the wild card winner. And, well, and, for the and, Yankees, uh, yeah. I'm saying it... all, Toronto is uh, has uh, already won the, the East, haven't they? Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay won it. Yeah, they're they're Tampa Bay's the they yeah they're. Almost 100 wins. Yeah, they, they've got the division clinch. It's just, well, I'm just saying for Tampa Bay, if, uh, you know, the Yankees and the Red Sox and the Blue Jays all get into uh, play-in games, that would that would help them out a little bit, I think. Make it tougher for the 
the wild card team. Yeah, I'm sure it would. All right, let me ask you about. Let's wrap this up. Talk a little bit about uh, the Iowa State game tonight. What are you, what's your thoughts on that? Well, first of all, I'm tickled that I get to watch the Hawkeyes last night without having to turn the dial here and there. I'm able to watch the Yankees game now, and that uh, Iowa State comes on later tonight about what seven seven thirty, I think something like that. So there's no conflict, and I I uh, we don't often get to you know, have that luxury. So I'm, I'm thrilled to be able to uh, watch a game without having to turn the dial back and forth and what have you. Uh, I hope Iowa State uh, is, uh, you know, is prepared to play well and avoid the turnovers and avoid the penalties and can play like we know they're capable of playing and uh, end up winning this thing. How about you? Oh, I hope so, too. I hope so, too. Uh, it sounds like uh, your weekend, you're spending most of your life living in a gangster's paradise over there. I, I got no complaints today, buddy. Well, all right. Anything else before we wrap this episode up? I am just happy about the Hawks, eager for the clones, and hopeful for the Yankees. All right. This is... Uh, Weekend update on the sports wrap-up for the Round Guy, the podcast. Thanks for listening.